All right, so I think a really good one to touch on, again, sort of as we move towards summer and a lot of people dieting, is the idea of cheat meals. Uh, there's quite a lot to unpack on this one, but in short, uh, Ben and I are not fond of, certainly not fond of the language, uh, arguably not really fond of sort of any of the applications of sort of these more sort of off-plan... Supposed application. Yeah, uh, of these sort of off-plan meals in general. Um, there's certainly, I, I, I've found ways which these kind of styles of meals can be appropriate for sort of improving relationship with food. But I think on the whole, the way that they are used, and Ben will agree with me, is extremely detrimental uh, potentially to sort of relationship with foods, particularly with, uh, you know, potential clients who, who are, are quite delicate in their relationship with food already. And the benefits on a physiological level are also... Uh, exaggerated at the very least or often flat out wrong. Um, I think a good one to probably kick off with is probably sort of the, the physiological side of things because um, there isn't quite so much to kind of touch on there. And uh, I know Ben will then probably want to go off on one about sort of the relationship with food side of things. So uh, I'll, I'll continue my ramblings for a bit. And obviously I think a, a very popular uh, opinion uh, of cheat meals is you know they can they can be used sort of uh you know spike your metabolism again and improve you know uh you know help you lose weight and and stuff and well you know there's there's a, a lot more to to unpack here than what might first kind of appear you know um i think for for starters it's worth noting that sort of all your your hormones and metabolism and stuff generally take you know a, a a decently prolonged period of time, you know, at least weeks of a, a certain food intake for your body to really start regulating itself around that sort of food intake again. So it's not like one day of, of higher calories is going to really have any sort of impact on your metabolism or hormones or, or something. Um, you know, potentially when we're kind of looking at like hunger hormones and, and stuff like that, yeah, a, a tiny amount. But, you know, on, on, on the whole, when we're looking at kind of improvements on, you know, hormones and metabolism, really nothing to, to be gained from from cheat meals because again your, your body needs much longer than that to, to adapt to these type of things so immediately that's one that's just straight up false when we're looking at physiology uh, another popular one is i lost weight um you know after after a cheat meal but th this one's very very simple to to kind of disprove immediately um cheat, cheat meals are usually much more calorie dense which means the volume of food that you're eating is going to be a lot less, uh, which just it means that the amount of food in your body is going to be a lot less. So that immediately is probably going to have a bit of an impact on scale weight. Uh, can potentially, you know, be a, a bit of a stress management thing and can potentially lower stress, you know, potentially therefore potentially helps shift a bit of water weight, which again, scale weight may, may drop a bit as a result, but is that having any sort of impact on fat loss? No, not really. Uh, I think those are sort of the, the main things on physiology sort of ticked off and out the way. So if you if you hear anyone tell you that cheat meals work in any of those ways in regards to physiology, then they're flat out wrong. Yeah, well, okay, let's get into the physiology of, of, of why, because you touched on it, why some people wake up lighter. So basically, as you said, you know, it can be just less food weight because you're eating something that's more calorie dense and therefore less you know, volume. From a stress management point of view, is one meal going to do anything? Probably not. So that's really actually probably not going to do anything. But from a water perspective, that's going to the physiology of it. Yes, 
Uh, obviously, if your insulin is more calorie dense, you're going to spike insulin a bit more. And insulin does then have effects on aldosterone and antidiuretic hormone, which basically affect the levels of sodium to water within the body. So yes, you can drop some water weight when you have that bigger in, uh, spike in within insulin. Mm. Again, um, to what degree? Probably not that much, but that is mainly, if you wake up later, that's mainly why you get nothing to do with fat loss whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, cheat meals are dumb. That's it. <laughs> They're dumb. That, that could be the Fitbit over and done with. But no, we, we do need to obviously get into the you know relationship with food side of things. Um, again, from a physiological standpoint, they, they do pretty much nothing. Um, so why people implement them in the way they're trying to implement them, implement them I, I, I do not know. Um, because... First of all, the language is just awful. You know, it's not a cheat meal. What it, What are you cheating on? What are you supposedly cheating on? It's food, for God's sakes. Like, it, it's really that simple. It's food. There's nothing to cheat on, right? And then some people say, well, it's okay. It's not a cheat. It's a treat. It's not a treat. You're not a dog. You don't need a reward. It's food. It's something that you just eat. Well, people then go, well, all right, it's an off-meal plan. If by saying, I get that's better, but by saying something that's off or on, it, what does this do to mindset? It creates this 100% on nothing mindset. So using these words is just, it's not, you, again, you might not think it has a big impact, but it really does. It has a massive impact on your perspective, on your outlook. And then how that has, you know, that's impact on your relationship with food, your relationship with yourself, uh, and then actually long-term or longer term, how it's going to affect things that results uh, and then possible things that could stem from that, such as potential restrict binge cycles. Because again, if you think you're cheating on something, if you think it's a treat, so you don't think you deserve it, you're more likely to restrict what's going to happen. Well, again, that mindset isn't going to last forever. So eventually when you do break, more likely to binge. So, you know, you can start to see how straight away just using the wrong words can set your mindset up to be in the wrong place, which is incredibly important. And again, typically, in fact, not even typically, I think 100% of the time, if you have a bad relationship with food, you have a bad relationship with yourself. Again, in terms of quality of life uh, and then disorders such as anxiety, um, anxiety and depression are more likely to be um, apparent or, or more likely to occur, I should say. Uh, so you can see how these lots of simple problems start to stem because people go, people like to push this word cheat meal out and it's just absolute nonsense. It's a meal. Okay, if you want to eat a, some pizza or a burger, just eat some pizza or a burger. Like, that's it. Eat it, move on, and don't even think about it more. Or if you do think about it, think, mm, that was really nice. That's it. And then just move on with your life. Just carry on as normal. Just go back to what you were doing. Like, it's as simple as that. That's even if you're in a fat loss phase. Now, if you were in, say, something like a prep where things need a bit, bit more on point, so to speak. Um, again, sometimes we'll use these words just because it's the best fitting word to get the point across, Not even if it's not necessarily the right word, but more so on point in a prep, it might differ a little bit because you might need to make sure, you know, your carry is a bit more controlled um, and so on and so forth. Um, because again, if you uh, these meals such as burger and pizza are obviously more calorie dense, so it's going to be harder to control calorie intake that way but also if you do manage it's also going to have uh, more negative impacts on hunger because again these meals are 
um oh what's the word what's the word where you want more after not i'm, I'm not i'm not looking for the word moorish by the way i mean they are more like, like, like a like a trigger food type thing yeah it's not what is the word i'm looking for that's gonna bug me as well um you're on a roll today yeah i know like we, we just recorded a podcast before and there's a movie if we're talking about movies there's a movie i forgot uh but yeah um basically that let's just use the word moorish that they are moorish right so it, it can be harder to control appetite and hunger when you're eating these foods so again um you know in in a prep maybe you have to be a bit more uh maybe it's, it's it's a bit harder to eat it and just move on yeah. for those reasons but in you know in every day and, and to be fair though it doesn't mean you can't eat those foods in prep yeah yeah. because again it, it's it's in prep it's still that carries in carries out it's it's as simple as that but understanding how they will impact hunger and just controlling overall calorie intake is going to be harder eating those foods that's just understanding that's important but if you're you know gen pop even in a fat loss phase eat the food enjoy it move on don't label it anything eat it enjoy it move on if you fancy it have it and again sometimes it's just knowing that you can have it makes you less likely to have it but if you're using this word cheat or treat then your perspective is i can't have this or i can have it but only when i deserve it and that's again that's just nonsense so again those words and how that affects your mindset affects everything else so you know, we pretty much established very easily that from a physiological point of view, it does nothing. But it doesn't stop there because from a psychological point of view, it can do everything. Yeah. It can change a lot. So again, you know, if you have these meals, you, you're not cheating on anything. You're not treating yourself. You're just enjoying food the same way you enjoy any other piece of food. And that's it. Yeah. it. It just needs to be like as simple as that. And again, when you start to gain that perspective, and you don't you, you just enjoy it you don't feel guilty you start to and then what happens from that is you start to realize that quality of life goes up but um again just from just from purely from the enjoyment of diet quality of life will go up and it will make it easier to adhere to the diet but from a social point of view it will make life so much easier because then you don't have to worry so much about going out to eat great you went out to eat one day um fantastic you had a good time you had a good social life it's not going to make or break your results yeah for sure. so you enjoy it you move on um again uh, as you kind of said earlier like you know one day of over we're going to overeat from time to time one day of overeating isn't going to do anything at all like at all so again understanding that these things don't make or break your results is also really important to just to keep in mind as well yeah uh, I think I think there's a, a good amount to sort of un- unpack there. For for start, I like uh, I like kind of where you went with sort of the whole you know one one day of eating. You know you really don't have to worry about it. But that's that's uh, unfortunately one of the kind of logics that people use for cheat meals because they say well you know a cheat meal is good because you know one it's not it's not going to harm your 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 progress at all. So you know include include like your weekly cheat meal and stuff. But you know again that's a very sort of two dimensional point of view because. We, we come back to sort of that idea of the, the psychology behind these sort of, you know, choices in language, potentially, you know, the, the timing of these meals. I know we, we've obviously sort of conversed before about sort of how kind of gets people into the habit of just allowing these things like on the weekend, for instance, and the habits that, that can start to form. So there's a there's a lot to, to touch on in regards to, you know, how how we may first see these these concepts versus if we dig a bit deeper, uh, there's, a, there's a lot more to really unpack there. Uh, on the note of those sort of two-dimensional thoughts, 
you know, I think a, a good way to, to know, to kind of just sum up what, what Ben and I are really of the opinion of is, you know, people really fall into these kind of two camps where some people, you know, have this really 2D thought of, well, you know, cheat meals are generally more enjoyable food. Cheat meals will therefore help people stick to diets. Yeah, you know, very good. Let's have cheat meals. But, you know, it's not going to harm your progress. Whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum, people fall into this other camp where a lot of people just straight up, you know, go down the, the, the rabbit hole of, no, cheat meals will interrupt your progress. You know, you don't want it bad enough if, if, you, if you want cheat meals. I, I say cheat meals 100% do harm just not in the way that you think because they're not going to harm your body comp progress um but they probably are going to screw up your relationship with food especially if your relationship with yourself and food is a bit more delicate as it is um i know there was probably stuff that you wanted to kind of touch on in regards to sort of the timing things and weekends so i think what i'll quickly add on to that before handing it back to you is you know i'd, I'd go as far as to say you know not even just one, you know, uh, uh, you know, one period of, of time off, off, you know, eating exactly, you know, super meticulously and stuff and eating, you know, very nutrient dense foods and, you know, more quote unquote good foods. Uh, while, while that isn't going to make a, a difference to your progress, one thing which I think people could be even more relaxed on is help, you know, two, three days of, uh, of, you know, more relaxed for, for lack of a better word eating probably isn't going to damage your progress either you know the, the the timing aspect you know when we're looking at you know just allowing things on on the weekends i don't think there'd be any problem with you know enjoying yourself you know two three days in a row because for starters most of it does come back to that to the, the basic ideas of energy balance and again you know as we sort of touched on earlier it takes a bit more time for your body to really start regulating itself around your, your food intake anyway yeah. Um, what, what is interesting, though, to be fair, is that in overfeeding studies, um, it, it shows how there's a lot of individuality when, when people overfeed. But this is for prolonged periods of time. Yeah. This it, is like it, weeks, also, it also depends on the, the amount of overfeeding. Because, again, you know, if you're going yeah, a, few, a few hundred calories you know, for, for a couple of days, probably isn't going to cause a great deal of a weight gain, especially if other things are accounted for. Chances are if you overeat for a couple of days, like it's, it'll do literally nothing. If you overreach for a couple of weeks, again, it's very individual. Some people will gain fat, but some people will just adapt to it very quickly. And that'll be good. a new maintenance. Like it's very, very individual. It's, it's actually quite fascinating to look at, but yeah, um, that's a little bit of a sidetrack. So yes. Um, restriction restriction comes in many forms uh, people think restriction is just this plain black and white thing well like you said you know you might just say view certain foods as something you can have while dieting some foods you can't that's obviously you know when i say restriction most people think that is restriction but obviously restriction comes in many forms one of them is what i've just mentioned another is obviously calorie restriction itself obviously is a form of restriction so if you have a poor relationship with food calorie restriction is not a good idea not 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 at least whilst you still have a poor relationship with food mm -hmm. um but no restriction is as, as you touched on and i quite like how you knew that's exactly what i wanted to touch on i was thinking about uh was the the viewing certain foods as a quote-unquote weekend food so if you're someone who views pizza or burgers or whatever you like to enjoy as something you can only eat on the weekend that is a form of restriction because if you're not eating it, you know, if you think you can't have it throughout the week and you can only have it on the weekend, 
and you view it as a weekend food again by the time you get to the weekend because you've restricted something that you know it's a wednesday and you might want it but you go oh well it's wednesday i'm gonna I'll wait till friday night to have my pizza because by the time you get to the friday you've restricted chances are you you're going to want to have more of that mm-hmm. food and you are more likely to overeat on that food so again understanding that you know you can have any food any day of the week is actually again is important for your mind and again the clear line do not straw man our argument here the clear line is we're saying you can not have to you can have these foods anytime you want you don't have to have these foods anytime you want and again i refer back to what i said earlier sometimes it's enough just knowing that you can have it because it actually makes you more likely or it makes you more sorry less likely to actually have it so sometimes again it's it's just the mindset so, you know, you know, you've heard the whole thing of like you want what you can't have. Well, it still applies. That applies to food as well. So no, just knowing you can have it is enough sometimes. So again, you know, uh, like you know, you might say, well, I have a good. As I said, you know, you might say, well, I've got a good relationship with food. You know, I include pizza and burgers in my diet when I want it. But then you go, okay, when when do you typically have? It? Oh, well, I typically have it on a Saturday night. It's like, well, do you know, do you, do you sometimes want it throughout the week? Well, yeah, but I'll just wait till the Saturday. Well, your relationship with food isn't as good as you think because you are still restricting or, and depriving yourself of something that you want um, when you want it. So again, but that's understanding that, you know, it's not always going to be conducive to your goals as well. So, you know, occasionally, again, this is why we're saying you don't have to have something, you know, you might go, all right, it's Wednesday, I want some pizza, but maybe that's not conducive to your goals in that current moment maybe it's best that you don't have the pizza now again this is where we have to go really individual and we walk a tricky line because you know it's still the case of if you were to have that pizza and it wasn't conducive to your goals it still would make a difference long term to reaching your goal really but if your goal is very very specific with a certain deadline and this is where i talk about the difference again between say prep and just gen pop then maybe you have to go okay I want some pizza, but it's not best. Maybe I should try some other things like, you know, journaling in a, in a circumstances like, like that's quite good um, because then you can start to understand why you want, you know, again, this gets a bit down a rabbit hole, but you might understand why you want that pizza more than, more so than why, than actually wanting that pizza. So you might understand that actually it's just boredom or maybe you start to pick apart the fact that you, again, another form of restriction is that you try to save calories for the nighttime but because you're restricting throughout the day, you get more hungry. And again, therefore, when you're hungry, cravings go up. Yeah, and you start yeah. to understand that. So it's not really that you ever wanted the pizza. It's just that you were restricting in some form without maybe realizing. So again, in those circumstances, maybe journaling and starting to understand and appreciate your own thoughts more is going to be a useful tool because if it's not conducive to your goals right now, but you want it, and yet you want it not because you actually want it, but you want it for another reason, that's where that, that can become useful to do yeah if all that made sense um so yeah just again that's getting a little bit down the rabbit hole and again it becomes very individual and again you know understanding that realistically even if you had a pizza when you didn't really want the pizza it was for another reason you know deep psychological reason or whatever it's still not going to harm goals in the long run um yeah uh again there's a lot that could be said but the more that could be said the more it starts to apply to an individual level Because we're talking to a generic group of people, we can't go that much down the rabbit hole. 
this is the type of things we now be working with, with, with individual clients and more so starting to help them understand their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own relationship with food and their own relationship with themselves a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I think that's actually a, a perfect spot to, to wrap it up. As you, as you said, you know, after after this point, it does get very, very much so more more individual. Uh, but I think that kind of encompasses sort of a lot of the reasons why, you know, we, we aren't particularly fond of of cheat meals, you know, particularly as a, as a language, very much so still as a as a, a broader concept in, in general. Um, and yeah. Make sure if you if you enjoyed this, be sure to share it with someone who's dieting this summer and whose PT told them to have a weekly cheat meal. Um, yeah, yeah, and if that's the case, probably get yourself a new PT. Um, but yeah, no, nice one. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next one. In the next one.